Are you tired of doing the same things in your chamber and getting the same results? Stay fresh and relevant with the Fresh Chamber Toolkit, our brand new exclusive chamber resource that was launched last week to an overwhelming response nationwide. With six unique tools that will help you generate new leads for new memberships, provide ongoing resources to your members and more, check it out today at freshchambers.com or by clicking on the link below. This week is part one of a great interview we recently had with Allie Crane, Executive Director with the Kentucky Chamber of Commerce Executives. Allie just wrapped up the Tri-State Conference up in Indianapolis and had some time to sit down and share some awesome ideas with us. So stay tuned for part one today on episode six of the Chamber Podcast. Here's where the magic begins to make change happen. The human voice. It's the most powerful sound in the world. Getting curious about something and diving in. One of the things that I enjoy more than anything else is learning new things. Welcome to the Chamber Podcast. So, Ali, welcome to the Chamber Podcast. It's great to have you on the show today. Why don't you start out by telling us a little bit about your background? So, I um, have been in the business, I guess you could say, in the chamber industry for about 17 years. And I originally started with a local chamber. I was there for about nine years or so and um, have been in my current position as the um, director for the Kentucky Chamber Executives for um, just a little over six years. I also worked for uh, another association, um, not in the chamber world, but a different type of association for a couple of years as well um, in between. And really, chamber world is kind of where my passion is, in a sense, Um, just understanding and knowing what chambers and chamber executives go through what the what the actual trends are that are out there um, coming up and the focus that chambers should be looking at is kind of one of the passions that I have in life. Awesome. So it's no secret that chambers have kind of uh, gone through a little bit of a roller coaster the last, uh, let's say, five to seven years. What are you seeing as some of the trends uh, that are emerging today in the chamber world? But very interesting question, and I think a lot of it, a lot of those questions actually really started, um, the conversation started with a couple of books that were published with the um, American uh, American Society of Association Executives, ASAE. Uh, one of those, uh, very popular, and I, n- I know a lot of chambers have started talking about it and utilizing it, was the end of membership as we know it by Sarah Sladek. I think a lot of people um, stop after the very first part of that, the end of membership, they don't really think about the rest of that title, which is As We Know It. And I think that's where we need to focus within Chambers. Two other books that are, um, I think, relevant, and actually relevance is part of that in there, is The Race for Relevance and The Road for Relevance. And the whole focus of Chambers these days, which ties back into Sarah Sladek's book, is on what the relevance or significance of chambers today are. It's kind of almost a running joke anymore, anytime chambers are getting together, that we no longer are our grandfather's chamber. And we have to make the decisions, sometimes very hard decisions, on what programs and benefits we're offering today on whether or not we're going to continue offering them. And um, when you look around the table at your board and you're asking those questions and they're asking you questions about why things aren't working anymore, they worked five years ago, they worked 10 years ago, sometimes they don't like the answers that you're giving them. So trying to help, I guess, buffer some of those answers sometimes when you come back in um, is something that chamber execs need to figure out how to do. 
but I think those books um, kind of help start that conversation with board members and then understanding your community and understanding the direction that your chamber needs to be going uh, really helps kind of look at the trends that are out there and figuring out where your chamber, what direction your chamber should be looking at going. Allie, how many chambers do you have right now that are a part of KCCE? We have 80 that are members in um, our state. We have a few more um, that are smaller chambers, more volunteer-run that are not members of our organization, but um, we have 80 that are active members in our association. So as the executive director of, of your Association of Chamber Executives, what have you seen as maybe some of the top creative ideas that have, that have come out of your chambers? So what I have seen happening um, on a more creative side as as chamber executives are having these conversations with their boards and they're thinking about truly what is the significance that our chamber has for our members? What are the different types of things that we can do? Some of those are really getting into things like consulting services. And and that can be on a very small level. I have a chamber here in Kentucky that I work with She's um, basically two employees. Um, one of the employees is you know, more of an administrative assistant position, and so the executive director is out on a regular basis meeting with her members, and she consults with them. She helps them with things like marketing plans or uh, communications plans, things you know, communications in the sense of looking at social media and helping them understand how social media can help their uh, business as well. Sometimes she's even and helped a few of them with some budgeting type items as well. So whatever needs it is that her businesses have, um, she's either helping them personally or she's helping connect them with other members of the community. And to me, that's very different type of role that chambers have played in the past, but it's certainly something that a chamber should be looking at doing. We have a lot of expertise on staff ourselves um, among not just in the state of Kentucky but all across the nation and you need to look at tapping into that expertise and figuring out who can help out with some of those types of things. One of the other things, um, innovative events and I I recently moderated um, this session at the uh, ACC conference in Montreal and one of the ideas that came from that was out of um, Saratoga uh, county in New York, and they do a horse basketball challenge. Horse in the sense of, if you remember back to the, you know, our middle school and uh, grade school days, you play horse out on the basketball court. It literally is you shoot from one spot and, you know, you get an H if you make it, and the next person behind you gets an H if they make it, and you move on around. They developed a basketball challenge out of that within their community and, and set up teams, and it fit with a wellness um, challenge that they had as well, um, brought in a lot of community excitement and um, just a lot of excitement among the uh, the chamber also. And they, they did it for the first time this year, and they're already gearing up for it for their um, next year going into it as well. Saratoga has obviously, um, you know, a horse interest in the area. They have a basketball interest as well. So that type of thing was just something that fit naturally with them. I've seen some other um, pretty interesting events as well, um, entrepreneurial boot camps. 
um, helping people who are interested in being entrepreneurs and providing them with the information that they need in order to get started and moving it into the next level, which is a fire pit, um, fi- it's hard to say, fire pit pitch contest where they are taking those um, ideas that they have and actually pitching them to someone a panel of people who um, will then award, it's kind of like the Shark Tank, basically, the idea is just on the local level. And um, someone will be awarded money at the end to be able to take that idea and run with it. Um, This is being done here in Kentucky. I know it's being done all over the nation. But those are some ideas that um, that I'm seeing on the side of events as opposed to the standard old uh, business after hours events that we have seen kind of dying out over time. One one of the hot topics today, I think, is is young entrepreneurs or young professionals. What are you finding to be the trend when it comes to young professionals and what they're looking for from the Chamber of Commerce? Young professionals are making a comeback. This was something that was out in the 90s and kind of you know went away and is now kind of coming back, but it's coming back in a more meaningful way. They're looking for, the young professionals today are looking for leadership and business guidance. They're looking for mentor opportunities. They're looking for ways that they can get involved and make a difference. And they're doing it through these young professional groups as well. Why is it so important for chamber directors today to be involved in organizations like yours where they can grow together, learn together? What, what is it about associations that make a difference in chambers today? Very good question. And I think one of the things that we do is help network our execs together. And I know everyone says, oh, networking, that's such a last year's terminology. We need to come up with a new word. But networking, when you do it the right way, makes complete sense. And that's exactly what we do with our members. And that's what chambers should be doing with their members as well. But we provide the resources that chambers need in order to go to do their job on a day-to-day basis. And then by them getting involved within the organization, attending the events that are provided, and knowing who other chamber directors are across the state, they can help find the answers that they need on those questions that come up. And what I always say, it's when you have that rogue board member who is just causing all kinds of havoc, and you need to talk to somebody about it, If you've met someone at a conference and maybe at the time when they were discussing something, you thought, oh, I don't have to, you know, that's not going on in my community right now. But then a couple of months later, it does come up. Then you can think, oh, yes, I remember that Sally was talking about that. I can give her a call and she can tell me how she handled it. So by having those connections, that is very important. And then, like I said, the resources that are available, we have a whole resource section on our website, and I know many other associations do as well, that just give you samples of different types of programs and events and benefits and all those kinds of things that you don't have to worry about recreating the wheel. It's already there for you. And uh, we joke about it all the time that in the, the chamber world, it's R&D doesn't mean research and develop. It's rip off and duplicate. And that is one of the great things that you can do. It's already being done somewhere. So just take the information and put your name on it and implement it in your community if it will work there. So here's the deal. Our interview with Allie went into so many great discussions that we're bringing her back next week for part two of our interview with her. Special thanks to Allie Crane and thank you for tuning in this week. 
Don't forget to check out the Fresh Chamber Toolkit at freshchambers.com and see why it will be the last sales presentation you ever have to listen to again. Seriously, you have to check out the no soliciting tool in the toolkit. It will save you an amazing amount of time. We'll see you right back here next week on the Chamber Podcast.